production. The Get Up and Get Going South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. morning happy tuesday to you welcome into the program hope your day is starting off well uh either sussy del carmen sent the wrong weather or i slept way too late after getting in late last night from the haverhill public library did she say friday i'm pretty sure she just gave the friday forecast i don't know if she's trying to work ahead or if she sent last week's or what but that's all right we will get today's forecast for you at some point and uh the Turnout last night in Haverhill was amazing. We had uh, pretty much close to 60 people. And I have to say, it was a very welcoming audience. They really wanted to hear about Lizzie Borden and the haunted history of Lizzie Borden. And uh, they seemed to enjoy the presentation. So great questions at the end. And it's a case that is always going to draw people's attention no matter where they're from. But there is a connection with Haverhill because the library there does have some papers associated with the board and trial in the library's archives. So they do, and when I went downstairs into, they they have a nice like auditorium building, like section of the building. Uh, and then I went back downstairs to go through the library to walk back out. And they had a whole section of like spooky Halloween books, but they also had a bunch of Lizzie Borden books on on display as well. So it was pretty cool to have a place that far away from Fall River, you know, two hours away from Fall River, that uh, still is just as obsessed with the case as Fall River may be. So if you didn't get a chance to check out my article at WBSM.com and on the app, now the news came out last week, I believe it was on Friday, that the city emailed out a press release announcing that they had that the city had officially acquired the New Bedford Armory. I guess, based on what I was Googling yesterday, I guess that the actual posting went up on the city's website the week before. It went up on October 6th. So that's, yeah, it's uh, it's a week before. So I don't know why they were slow to put that information out. We knew it was coming. It had been discussed already. It was February of 2022 when it was announced that the city would be taking ownership of the armory. Well, when the plan started off, it required a purchase and sale agreement being reached between the city and the Commonwealth. And that that purchase and sale agreement required approval of the New Bedford City Council. All of that happened pretty easily. And the city was able to purchase the armory from the Commonwealth for $10 with the Commonwealth agreeing to do $3.8 million in repairs, which have now been completed. And now the city is in control of the armory. What will happen now is over the next couple of months, 
there will be discussions about the RFP process, request for proposals. Then they will put out requests for proposals for a developer to come in and turn the armory into something. Now, chances are that the RFP that gets selected is going to be something related to housing. It's going to become apartments. It's going to become probably a, a mix of affordable and market rate housing, I would guess. Or it might only be market rate housing. I mean, it's in a neighborhood that is a place where people who would ride the train are going to want to live. It'll be pretty close to the station. So there's going to be a desire for people to live there. Again, we talked about this yesterday with Jack Spillane. There's, there's a bit of a myth that the train is affecting everything housing-wise. The housing issue is, is separate from the train issue. But there will be people that want to come from Boston to live down here because it will be cheaper. And they'll sacrifice, they'll take the 90-minute train ride every day to work and back to be able to... I mean, if you told me, hey, you can save $2,000 a month, but you're going to have to spend, I don't know how much it costs for a monthly pass on the commuter rail, but you're going to have to spend that and ride the train for three hours every day. I'd say, wait, I can ride the train and do work while I'm on the train. I can like bring my laptop and do work or watch a movie or TV or read a book or sleep. Mm, that doesn't sound so bad. So I think you will find some people that will do that, but I don't think it's going to be the overwhelming wave of people that folks are worried about. But I do think that the armory housing possibility would make for a very, very interesting place to live. And not just because of the article that I have at WBSM.com and on the app where I point out that the city now owns one of the South Coast's most haunted buildings. Now, the article is slightly tongue-in-cheek. You know, it's just a different, different take on the news that we'd already reported a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, that the city was acquiring the armory. And so I wanted to put it out there in a way that was, you know, a little bit seasonal. That kind of fit the, the spooky season vibe. But the bottom line is that now the process can move forward. And I'm interested to see who comes in as a developer and what the plans are, especially when it comes to the issue of parking. We had talked about this when the plans were first announced and folks were saying, hey, there's actually a parking garage there. And I had no idea. That un, you know, underneath the building is a parking area and that that could be utilized by the residents, or by the people that live there. I had no idea. I've wanted to get in there for years. I've never been able to. I did offer to both Mayor Mitchell and then City Council President Ian Abreu that uh, I would give them the $10. I would pay the $10 on behalf of the city that they paid for the armory if that meant I could, I could get in there. If I could get in there and I could uh, poke around and look for ghosts. 508, but really just because I want to see it. I want to see the inside of it. I know it from the episode of Ghost Hunters, but I've never been inside. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hey, good morning, Tim. Thank you for taking my call. 
Um, I heard you briefly talking about the train, uh, you know, uh, the comedies that accommodations that are being put in place, whatever, for the train and possible living living quarters. Mm-hmm. Well, I was doing laundry yesterday, so I was in Fall River, and um, I don't know if you're familiar with Al Max Diner. Oh, yeah. President Ab. Yeah, so that whole plaza, I'm doing laundry there, and there's a lot of, you know, there's a few new businesses. One moved, the pizza store, they moved there, but all of them, they're going to be gone soon. It's already going to be uh, apartments. The, 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 the owner of that whole lot, I guess he, he sold it, and they're going to be turned to apartments. So you're, you're talking about if I'm in the parking lot looking at Almax, you're talking about the, the plaza to the right of it? Yes. Okay. Yep. That whole, yep. Yes, sir. Um, and there's a, lot of, there's a lot of stores there. There's a lot of places that opened. Um, it, gets, it has a lot of business. You always see the, the parking lot filled because they have a, a children's um, defense uh, courses where parents go there with their kids. Uh, there's burn, workout, burnout, or something like that. But it, it's a, a boot camp for a workout. Mm-hmm. And it stays busy. And then you got edible arrangements. You have a China Star, a laundry mat. I think there's a um, some kind of um, clinic that deals with substance abuse there. But that's busy. And there's the marine rec- recruitment place. And there's also a uh, Remax uh, real estate. The, the thing that I'm saying is the train station is right there. Right. And I, I just see this that it's the train to me. It's hurt, and it's going to hurt the local, local. I know people feel like, oh, we're connected to Boston. No, that just, you, if you want to leave your city to go to work there, there ain't no, there's not going to be no jobs out here. They, everybody, you want everybody to hub to a, to a city and then negate where they're from. So I, I look at it like it looks positive. It look on the aesthetics. It looks beautiful. Oh, God, we got a train. There's these new buildings that nobody locally really can afford. So all I see pers- purpose, um, all I see in the future is these cosmopolitan People from Boston coming out here, getting the apartments by the waterfront near the train, and it is going to be because they, they can afford it, and we're going to be re- gentrification. You're not going to be able to afford this. This is not the times where when Heritage Heights in the, in the 90s was opening, and um, you know, you had a lot of people from the projects or, or housing coming from Boston. That's not what's going to come down here. That's that, that was housing. That was just tax money being thrown around. We're going to be regentrified out of here. And I was even talking to business owners of there because they were all there everybody was having a talk you know on what they were going to do this guy spent about a quarter million dollars to uh retrofy this place to put this put a pizza ovens in and um ventilation and everything and that's what it's all going to be gone so there's no there's no plan in this in this new building to have like maybe commercial on the first level and then apartments above that it's all just going to be residential um from what i'm from what i'm hearing from what i'm hearing they're going to be apartments and then there's a family dollar um, the Rite Aid store that was connected to it, that's a little bit up the street off North Main. That's supposed to be uh, on pretty soon, too. And they're going to extend the parking lot and put a, a, a walk bridge. See, I you know, think... Over. So uh, I, I just... I just And that's... It, I look at it like this, Tim. Those are jobs. They stay busy. They're not empty stores and stuff. So it's like you're going to make the attraction for everybody to go to Boston, but it's... it's but really, we get the short end of the stick. I think you're going to have people that will get on the train and go to Boston, but for certain for certain industries and careers. You know, I think people that are like in the financial sector or, you know, people that are in kind of these higher-end white-collar jobs. I don't know that the average blue-collar worker is going to get on the train and ride 90 minutes every day to go work at, you know, a a retail job or, you know, something that's, you know, $40,000 a year up in Boston when they can do the same job here and not have to make that ride. But I, I do think that it opens up opportunity for people who are, you know, looking for, 
those higher-end careers that just don't want to make the commute every day. No, that's, that's fine, too. But I, I just look at it also with the pricing. We're going to be priced out. People are going to be priced out. I mean, I, I got full-time work, this and that. I ain't the richest. I ain't the poorest. But I, I damn sure in, in keep my head above water as best I can. Um, but, yeah, it, it, I just I – just, I, was, I was an opponent of that, Tim, the train. I just seen – I've been around, and I, I just see the, the negatives. And, um, but it was already written. Regardless, I think, of how we would have voted for it and all this, they are – listen, they've been biting at that apple since, since the big dig was going on. Oh, yeah, the, the vote that we had was just procedural. I mean, it was happening yeah. no matter what. Exactly. But thank you for my call, sir. All right, thank you. Have a good day. You too, sir. And if you want to call in, 508-996-0500. The, the thing about the train is if you look at some of the other areas where commuter rail has gone in, a lot of the predictions that people are making haven't proven to be true, but there's also been other issues that have come up as well. And I don't think that the train coming down to the South Coast is going to be devoid of some of those same issues. And I think that kind of the mentality shifted over the years as people became less and less reliant on what the train could provide, especially over the last three years, as we've learned that more people can work from home, that in-office FaceTime is, is far less important for a lot of companies now, that they realize that, oh, yeah, our employees can be productive when they're not in the office, and it can save us a lot of money on, on where we're headquartered. So I think as that, that shift has happened, especially, it's shown less of a need to get people to Boston. And the, the mentality and the mindset has shifted from we need this because it will be an economic driver. We need this because it will be a connection to opportunity. And instead, the narrative has shifted to we need this because everybody else has it and we pay the same taxes as them. So why shouldn't we have it? And I think that that's something that is, it's a fair argument. Why are we paying for commuter rails to be going out to Western Mass and to uh, Metro West and to Northern Massachusetts? I mean, if you go, if you want to go to Salem during October, which is something a lot of people want to do and something I would not, not necessarily advise depending on, you know, the day, a lot of people will... I mean, I've, I've driven right up there. I brought people the last couple of years. I brought people around this time of year, maybe a little bit after October. But I brought people around this time of year up there in a 15-passenger van and been able to find parking. But some people, you know, lament the fact that there's nowhere to park and they will just take the train. And so, yeah, that's nice. So you can get on the train. You'll be able to get on the train next, next Halloween, next October. You'll be able to get on the train in New Bedford. Take it to Boston, and then once you're in Boston, get the train and go all the way up to Salem. So you can go up and spend the day in Salem for Halloween or for, you know, for, for October without having to drive, without having to park. A nice deal, right? Yeah, except that's one time. That's one day out of the year that you're going to do that. Let's see here. What's the time here? Uh, let me take a quick break, caller, and when we come back, I will get to you. 508-996-0500. I just don't want to miss the break. We'll be right back. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine, and how are you? I'm doing all right. What's on your mind? Uh, great. 
What's on my mind? Okay, I want you to know I'm not criticizing you because I listen to the WBSM all the time. But it would be so nice if you could really put the weather and the time, like 6 o'clock in the morning, because with the children going to school, we how to dress them and so forth and so on. I, I would just appreciate it. Sure, we give you we give you the weather in every news update. Yeah, at like 6 o'clock, not, you know. Because a lot of people, you have, children have to get on their buses before before 7. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I appreciate yeah, I, the... I'm uh, not correct. Uh, no, I'm not No, I appreciate the suggestion, but uh, in, in today's world, things are a little bit different because people get the weather directly on their phone. They get the time directly on their phone. So they don't they don't need us to keep hammering all that home throughout the course of the morning. Well, it's just a, a few minutes, not even not even five minutes. Okay. Well, um, and, and uh, I'm not criticizing. No, I, I understand. I understand completely. I understand, and you're very informative, and I find you interesting. It's just that I'm so used to, yes, I'm a senior, but then I have grandchildren too. You know, and to get them ready is just, I'm just a creature of habit. I'll put it that way. Well, Probably. I mean, sometimes change comes. We got to accept it when it comes. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't know, but it's just the, uh, I mean, why not? Why not? Why can't it be like it? Just that one thing. It well, means a well, lot to us. Well, is it well, raining? Is it cold? I can tell you I've been doing this for, for six months now, and this is the first I've heard of it, so. Well, all right. I've been listening to I'm 89 years old. Well, I appreciate you listening. And I've been listening to WBSM all that time, unless there was someone I didn't like. I do like you. I appreciate that. I, I like you as well. Okay. So you have a great day now. You as well. That's Take care. Suggestion. Okay. But I know. Okay. And uh, if you want to make any more suggestions yourselves, 508-996-0500. You can also send them in via app chat on the WBSM app, which, by the way, if you open up, you can get the live weather anytime you want. If you open up the WBSM app, you'll get all the latest forecasts right there for you. It'll give you all the weather for wherever you are. So it's not just the New Bedford weather. So if I sat in here and I told you what the weather is, I'm just looking at what the weather is online for New Bedford and telling you that. And I'm just repeating what you could find yourself. Um, but also, if you open up the app, it uses the GPS in your phone to know where you're located and it'll give you the forecast for you. So if you're in Fall River, maybe you'll get more of a Fall River-centric forecast, even though it's kind of the same. But maybe you're listening up in, you know, Northern Mass because you're a New Bedford transplant that lives up there now. You can get the weather for wherever it is that you are um, and maybe you are in Florida listening. You can get the weather for where you are there, too, if you use the WBSM app. So check that out. Download that wherever you get your apps from, whether it be Google Play or Apple Podcast. I'm sorry, Apple Podcast, um, Apple Store, uh, whether it be going to our website, WBSM.com, and getting it from there. And then also keep in mind, too, that all of those great features on the WBSM app are brought to you by our friends at South Coast Towing. All right, now it is time to go into the newsroom with Ariel Dorsey and get all the latest headlines of the day. And the weather. The U.S. and Israel are agreeing to develop a plan that will provide humanitarian aid from do donor nations to civilians in Gaza. Secretary of State... Anthony Blinken made the announcement in Tel Aviv Tuesday saying that it, it is critical aid begins arriving soon into Gaza. The news comes following the announcement that President Biden will be in Israel Wednesday to meet with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. 
A vote for the new Speaker of the House is expected today. House Democratic Whip Catherine Clark said the vote for Representative Jim Jordan will happen, but it's still unclear if Jordan will gather enough votes to secure the position. While the GOP holds a slight majority in the House, only four votes can be sacrificed to win, with some Republicans firmly against Jordan. A jury has been selected and opening statements are expected to get underway today in the trial of a man accused of killing a Columbus, Ohio Muslim religious leader. Defendant John Wooden is facing aggravated murder charges in connection with the December 2021 shooting death of Mohammed Hassan Adam. Investigators say he was found shot to death just days after he was reported missing by family members. Ford's chairman is calling on the United Auto Workers to make a deal and end acrimonious talks. Bill Ford warned on Monday that the ongoing strike by the UAW threatens the future of his company and the American automotive industry. Last week, more than 8,000 workers walked off the job at the Ford plant in Louisville, Kentucky. Santa Ana winds are back in the forecast for Southern California this week. Alex Tardy with the National Weather Service says the Santa Ana event will start Wednesday with Thursday and Friday projected to be the strongest days for wind and heat. Next week marks 20 years since the start of the Cedar Fire in San Diego, the ninth largest, sixth deadliest, and fourth most destructive fire in California history. Eight indigenous Indigenous species to Hawaii are no longer endangered. They're now considered extinct. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service said Monday that more than 20 species have been delisted as endangered due to extinction. That includes eight birds found in Hawaii, most of which haven't been seen in decades. In sports, the Patriots are 1-5 for the first time since the 1995 season. New England will be looking to put an end to its three-game losing streak when it plays host to division rival this week. The Pats are taking on the Buffalo Bills Sunday afternoon at Gillette Stadium. New England is last in the AFC East, while the Bills are currently second in the division. And the Bruins could be looking to shake things up when they begin a four-game road trip. Boston is currently tied for first in the Atlantic Division with four points at 2-0-0. and The Celtics have been talking with guard Derek White about a contract extension. Talks are ongoing, but nothing appears to be on the immediate horizon. Both sides have an October 23rd deadline to reach an agreement. Boston continues its exhibition schedule tonight when it hosts the New York Knicks at TD Garden. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Happy Friday, everybody. Starting out the morning with mostly clear skies. Temperatures on the cool side, plenty of sunshine for today. Those cool temperatures will remain seasonable, however, in the mid-60s. Breezy this afternoon. Overnight, the winds will subside. Clear and dry, temperatures falling into the 30s and 40s. Weekend, mainly dry and seasonable. Sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Get breaking news alerts, stream audio, send us text messages, and get live traffic and weather updates all on the WBSM app. Download it now from your app store or at WBSM.com. 
Welcome back in 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi, good morning, Tim. How are you? Oh, just hanging in. Um, you, she is telling the Friday's forecast. Yeah, I just, uh, Ariel's going to work on that. I think that uh, she might have just sent over the wrong file. All right. I don't know how it works over there. But anyway, um, that woman, God bless her, she's 89. She's doing well for her age. Mentally. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, Tim, I'm a, I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think you have an um, older audience in the morning. I don't. So. No, that's no. There's it's a wide variety of ages. Yeah, but I've been listening for a long time, and I think it's more seniors. It's not. <laughs> you think that it is, but it's not. I have really? all kinds of data that tells me who the audience is, and the audience is just as much uh, from the ages of eighteen to forty nine as it is forty nine plus. Oh, it's just I the guess. people that call in are older people. All the other ones don't want to call in. Well, the, the, the rule of thumb in radio is that, you know, the people who call in represent about 1% of your audience. Because how many people really are motivated to pick up the phone and join in the discussion? I mean, granted, we love everybody that calls, but it's just, it's not, it's not what people want to do, especially in the morning. People are getting up and running around and starting their day. They just want to listen and tune in. But, um, yeah, no, we have people that are listening from all ages. And I can see the app chats that come in, and I can see who's on the stream. There's all kinds of ages of people listening to the show. Yes, there are older folks that listen, too, but it's a, it's a wide variety of ages. All right. So, Tim, um, on getting the app on the phone, how, how do you do it? You got to Google Play? Uh, you have a Samsung phone or an a Android phone? Yeah. Yep. So go to the Play Store and just type in WBSM and you will find it. And it'll come up. Yep. And it's super easy to install. You just, you know, you just hit install and then it'll put it in there. And then when you open it up, it's very easy to use as well. So all your contests now are on, on that way too. That's how you win? For the most part, yeah. I mean, every once in a while we might have like a pair of tickets that somebody drops off in the morning and says, hey, give these away today. And then we'll, we'll take, you know, a caller for those. But for the most part, we'll do everything on the app because it makes it nice and easy for you to be able to put in all your information. And then it saves you trouble. A lot of the times when we do contests now, um, if, we, if we are using the app, we can actually just send you the prize rather than make you have to come down and get the prize, depending on what it is. Okay. All righty. All right. If you, be, have any, if you have any trouble downloading that and installing it, you just let me know. Okay. All right. You have a good day. Have a good day. Bye-bye. And 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. What's shaking, Playboy? Lamone, what's happening? And then much, I guess, what, 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 what part of that 1% am I? You, you're like 50% <laughs> of the 1%. That's good. I'm glad to be such a big part of your, that percent. Thank That's you just because you, you call so much, so you, you keep earning more of a percentage each call. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get enough for frequent flyer miles. <laughs> Maybe I could get, you know, ex extra extra helpings, you know, like a, a buffet or something like that, you know, at the uh, Phoenix Phoenix uh, Grill you have out there, you know. Yeah, just another I'm, Phoenix, yeah. Just another, that's it, that's it. So guess who, guess there's going to be a big, uh, you know, like the um, when we were young tour is going to be here this weekend. Mm -hmm. And uh, this, this, I'm just going to give you the, the list of the, for the first day, gonna, this on Friday, on Saturday. Um, all right, first, Blink-182, The Offspring, 30 Seconds to Mars, Good Charlotte, Rage Against the Machine, Some 41, 
three seconds, uh, five seconds of Mars, whatever that is, uh, yellow card, um, and uh, oh, a few other things. I don't know. It's just, that's just the that's just the first day. You should how how long is it going to be you get out of here? Can you, the music is going to go out of style by the time you come to Vegas. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping. I'm, I'm still trying to get those U2 tickets. I got some friends working to try to, you know, some friends that are still in the fan club. Um, I, I stopped being a member of the fan club years ago because it just, it wasn't paying off for me to get the tickets. So for me, it's, you know, I, I've met enough people through it that somebody can try and help me out and, and get me out there. And that's, that's my main goal. Any other music festivals or anything like that, I don't, I don't see the need to travel for. I'll, I'll go to Boston Calling when it comes around here, but the rest of it, I can kind of take it or leave it. What's Boston Calling? It's, so we have a annual music festival here in Boston now. Um, on Memorial Day weekend at Harvard where they take over the athletic fields and they have a whole lineup of bands for three days. And last year I got to see the Foo Fighters. I got to see Bleachers, which I had never seen them before. They won me over as, as one of my new favorite groups. Um, Ma- um, Marin Morris was there. Uh, who else played uh, Paramore? So it was, it was quite Alanis Morissette. It was quite the, the weekend and they do this every year. So you'll have to come out here sometime for that. Okay. Uh, let's... I'll, let's make it let's make it make it a a, a date or whatever. Let's make it a, a plan. So put it in ink instead of in pencil. And so, all right. So I was thinking. Um, all right. So are you going to be doing something spooky? I guess after the first month. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I do stuff all the time. I'll be in Detroit in November for a, a ghost hunt out there at the Eloise Asylum. I mean, the live spooky. Oh, oh, the spooky show. Oh, um, yeah, we, I mean, we could come back as soon as this week. Are, are you sure? This, that's before Halloween too, right? And before Halloween. Yeah, we might be able to get a couple in before Halloween and be able to get a Bridgewater Triangle show in before the end of the year. So you, you know that, I was, you know, uh, what happened with Madonna, right? No, what happened? On the, June 28th, they found her. She was, she was not unresponsive. That it. In the hospital incubator and all that stuff like that. Donna yeah. from Ghost Hunters? No, Madonna. Oh, Madonna. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. We well, were talking about ghosts, real, so I thought that's no, where you're going. No, well, 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 she, well, she, might, she is one. I think she. I think they put something, something else there. I don't think that's her. Do I look? It looks like her. It doesn't look like her. Then they showed her. Now I'm talking about when she had that. Uh, remember how she had that? Um, the plastic uh, surgery she had done by Botox done in her face the last. Yeah, everybody was uh, sharing memes of her, and she was she looked nice the way she was beforehand. But that was that was just terrible. And I'm I'm not saying I, I I'm not saying she's I've ever found her a beauty. I think she's she's attractive. Doesn't mean I ha- it has to be what what I like, you know. But I've been worse, you know. So I know I, I and so but I was going to say like there's a lot of things about like Halloween. You talk about like meeting people, you know, and, you know, going there, like music festival. That's a great place to meet people. Yeah. And so, and it's like, but it's like, it's also kind of scary. You see what happened in Israel, you know, that's not a good thing to happen. Right. I mean, it becomes yeah. a target for people that have bad intentions. Yeah. And see, they, out here in Las Vegas, they've got, they've got, they've got so many people undercover that mixes in, in, into the, into the crowds. They've got cameras on everything where they're expecting uh, like crowds of people, 
everywhere. It's I don't know how if it's like as much as a covered like a like London, the you know that area right there. Well, I mean, like were, look at what happened in Vegas. They had the the mass shooting at a music festival. I was at that music festival. I was with this, these girls came in from Canada, um, and me and one of the girls was kicking at. We saw um, Big and Rich, then that was when we left, and her sister and her roommate. We're still up there watching the, watching the show, so we came back up there to pick them up. And I walked in just as the bullets were being shot. I saw a, a cop, a black dude with a cop, got shot right in the throat and exploded. And I was like, oh, when I was going to run over there towards him and try to see if I could help him. But he was like, oh, like that. And, and I felt, and, you know, and I had, we grabbed her, her sister, and her roommate. She had to go back and get a purse. Women. And like I said, that was a big-ass purse, so I don't blame them. But like I said, she had to, she had to go back and get a purse. So that was she got out of there. Buffet purse? Yeah, oh yeah. And she, there was blood all over her sister. Her sister was covered in blood. Mm, and right next to him got shot. And it was like, and then we had to run, rush her to the hospital. She was like, her other friend was like in shock. When it was, they went up there and was kicking with one of the two, the other two girls. So she was the one that got, was like, had blood covering her face. And it looks like, it literally, it looked like somebody threw like a, 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 a water balloon filled with like blood over her face like that. It's like some, it looks like a hammer film. And it's, and it's, and she was like in shock. We took her up to the hospital, got a bunch of people and took them up there, all of there. And it was like, I was and literally, I was just where I was standing. I was, me and, this, me and this girl was standing there. We were right there. And I'm sure, you know, I, I'm a big enough target. They'd be like, oh, let's get that one off first. And so I think they saw that black cop, you know, being, he was the first one there. That was, and he was all there watching the show, just, you know. Well, I, I, I hate to cut you short on that, Lamont, but I got to take a break. I'm up against it here. One last thing. Very quickly. We talk, we talk about like, uh, like people wanting to like to, to find a, you know, this is my dating advice for this week. Okay. I like my women like Kobe Bryant. You say, how, what do you mean like Kobe Bryant? Yeah, I don't even want to ask that question, but go ahead. Lots, great ball handling with lots of dribbling. All right. So, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, I, you, all right. You have a good day, Lamone. I, I, I walked into it. When he says one more thing, that's when I should be like, no, no more things. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. Callers, hang on. We will get to you as soon as we come back. Um, and right back to the phones, 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Oops, sorry, my me. fault. I'm the one that called before. I'm, I'm sorry. The phone in the morning mm -hmm. at the time. But I don't know where you're from, but here in New England and going way back in time, I may be my age, but... I still feel like I'm in my 40s or late 30s, and a lot of my friends are, and a lot of them aren't tuning in to you. It means a lot. It means a lot, the weather it's New England and the way we dress and do different things. So I, I just want to give you an update. It's not just me. A lot of my friends, they, what happened? What happened? I, I said, oh, it changes, but, no, I miss it, too. And that's all I want to say. All right. And I wish you all the luck in the world because you are great. Thank you so much. But early in the morning, it's an update. You know, it keeps us going. We're up and at them. All right. Thank you. You have a good day. Okay. And you too. Take it easy. 508-996-0500. Why don't we get this last break of the hour out of the way? We'll be right back. <laughs>
welcome back. We are going to be going into the newsroom when we come back on the other side. More with you at 508-996-0500. You can also send app chat messages.